Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. I'm back! And so is football season. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Well, good morning to you, or good afternoon, as the case may be. In this digital radio world of ours, so many different options for you. We appreciate the heck out of you spending some time with us here today. On this 19th of the month of October, it is 2023, and we are rolling through the morning here in Northwest Arkansas, headed for a high of 75 beautiful degrees. I mean, I'll tell you what, it, it could be a lot worse. It, it could be very rainy, leaves all over the place. But now, I mean, things have stayed, I think, for the most part, pretty awesome so far here weather-wise this October. This has been a great month. October's weather is just, uh, it's pretty incredible, isn't it? Here in Northwest Arkansas, at least. A happy day to you if you're tuning in from parts elsewhere beyond the NWA. Elsewhere in Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, a lot of folks listening to the program in places like Texas and Florida, wherever you are, I hope you're having a good one. And we're getting after it. And I know you are too. Arkansas Razorback football. Feels like it's been forever since the Hawks had themselves a home game. It's because it has been. You got to go all the way back to September 16th and the debacle loss to BYU for the last time Arkansas was at home at Razorback Stadium. If it feels like it's been too long, it's because it has been too long. But the Hogs will be back there and favored by a touchdown in this matchup around the corner. Just two miles in that direction to my immediate south here. I cannot see it through the trees and the hills, but... I know where it is. I know how to get there. And I'll be there on Saturday morning, taking the fam to the game. I want to give you a chance to go to the game as well. We're giving away a pair of tickets to Arkansas Mississippi State today and tomorrow on the show. So be listening for a chance to win those coming up here shortly. Must be a show follower here on the Podbean Live. And uh, for you folks who are doing this thing live with us, we're going to hook you up. Okay, so that's coming up here in just a little bit. Football, baby, on the brain with some basketball, too. We'll hear from Eric Musselman. SEC Media Day sound here in, what, 15 minutes? Had the chance to grab that for you early this morning before the show. So we'll hear a little bit from Muss and Anthony um, coming into the mix with us. Andrew, rather, coming into the mix with us. Mr. Ellis will join us. Andrew Ellis 247. Andrew Ellis 247sports.com is the website. We'll talk with A.E. here in half an hour. Get some thoughts out of the Hog Beat columnist who 
I don't believe is at Basketball Media Days, but I'm sure we will talk some about Basketball Media Days with him here when he joins us in half an hour. And I feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh, yeah, you know, the rock star of the show, Jermaine Petty, our resident minister of defense, Razorback All-American, 2001-2002, and uh, Greenland defensive line coach, and doing his thing in the teaching ranks these days. Just a a, a generally all-around good person. (laughs) <laughs> and a great friend of mine. He's with us in his regular Thursday spot coming up at 8 o'clock. Okay, so we're loaded and we're doing it. And we're here with you, the people, talking sports and talking football because it's part of the culture, man. It is part of the dang culture. This is where we are. This is where we live. This is what people care about. You walk into the coffee shop. You go in through the doors. The culture is the football and the sports and the community. It's not just college. The Razorbacks are the ultimate ties that bind us together around here. But you got the high school game going on as well. That youthful community that is very passionate about its its kids and their time on teams. And man, the youth sports passion here across this region is pretty unrivaled in its own right. But um, when you put it all together and you throw in the sports love at the professional level too, Man, there aren't many things in this country of ours that get valued like sports does. There just are not. Football, one of those things around here. Even when the Hogs are bad, like they are right now at 2-5. and People hang in there. The diehards are not going to give up. And so I'm expecting a pretty good crowd here in two days. Two mornings from now. People's post-game show coming up right afterwards. Where else would you go? Uh, We're sounding off. We're taking your calls. Again, Podbean Live and YouTube for the call-ins, audio, video, simulcast, the Bunker Studio, showing you technological capabilities that we weren't even sure were possible, but we're making them happen and doing it right these days. Um, that's coming up in two days, 11 a.m. on the kick. Some folks starting to tailgate right now. I think it's a little bit early. Got to go make some moves, you know, putting a little work before we get there, but... Okay. I mean, if you got the time to go do it and that's what you want to do with your time, then God bless you. But the tailgating crowd is clearly on on Saturday morning going to be diminished. I don't think it'll be empty. I don't think folks are giving up like that. But this might be Sam Pittman's last stand. I mean, it really feels like it might be. Not in terms of this season. Nothing dramatic is going to happen right after the football game if it doesn't work out with a Razorback victory at the end of it. But... A loss to Mississippi State would be, given where the program's at right now, I think would be catastrophic. I think would put the coach into an almost lame duck kind of status. I mean, State's not good. We had Robbie Falk on the show yesterday. He ripped it up. Good spot. He was very honest and objective and said State is just not very good. This is a struggling team that's going through the aftermath of the Mike Leach uh, tragedy. I mean, anytime somebody loses their life in a big way publicly like that. I know it was a heart attack, but, I mean, this guy's the head coach of an SEC team. That was unprecedented stuff. And it rattles you. I'm sure it rattled that Mississippi State program. So they go to Zach Arnett, which seemed like a logical move. I still think it's probably the right move, at least in the short term. You keep it within. You promote within the ranks. And he's done the best he can to keep him afloat. Their defense is not near as physical as it's been in recent years. They've had some player defections. You had to expect that to happen. 
after a head coach passes away like that. And Will Rogers, the quarterback that I think a lot of us believed, myself included, would be a top five guy in this league this year. Um, he has slipped and he's been hurt. And so the the production wasn't there, and now he's dinged up too. This state offense just does not intimidate you. It doesn't scare you. There's really nothing about it that should scare you. It's not high octane like the way you know you hear Arnett say he wants it to be. So um, Hogs favored by anywhere from what six to seven and a half. I wouldn't worry about that right now. I told you yesterday and the day before. I'll tell you again right now. I would hammer that line. If you're an Arkansas Razorback fan listening, you got a little extra cash money. We're not talking about mortgage payments here. I'm putting that money down on Arkansas to cover the points. Hogs outright, but definitely to cover the points. I don't think this is the kind of game that you just want to win. You know, you want to win every game. I get it. I understand. I'm a sports guy, if you didn't notice. But this one, you almost need to send a message more to yourself than anybody else. That the season's not over, that you haven't given up hope, that you're still playing hard, especially considering it's homecoming and you're going to get a decent crowd. I mean, it's not going to be 75,000. Probably going to be 65, 70. It's early. It's more convenient. Makes it easier for a lot of people to get in and out. Now, it's not a sexy start time at all. You'd rather be playing at 6 o'clock under the lights and everybody's strutting around in the Razorback finest, but that's not what it's going to be. This is a battle of two teams who aren't good. And a loser of this game is basically toast as far as making it to a bowl game. You look at the remaining schedule for Mississippi State, it does not get any easier from here. And you look at the remaining schedule for Arkansas, this thing is doable, but you got to get wins. You should have had BYU. You really needed to find a way to win one on the road. I was looking at my preseason predictions last night. I had Arkansas. At four and three heading into this game and, and losing this game, right? Because I thought state would be better too. Well, Arkansas is not four and three, and I don't think they're losing this game either right now. It shows you how much preseason predictions are worth, right? Like, not even the scrap paper they're written on, not even the digital radio stations they're talked about on. But nonetheless, you're two and five. And if you're going to make a bowl and find a way to argue it was some kind of a, a turnaround season, you got to beat State, because if you can't beat State, you're not going into Florida and winning. I worry about you against Auburn. Heck, I worry about you against Florida uh, International, FIU. And then last game of the year, Missouri. I know Arkansas fans pretend they dominate Missouri, but it's the other way around. Missouri's won eight of the last nine there. So, um, no, you don't dominate Missouri. Not in football. Not in football. That's for sure. Thinking Hogs by 17. This is a get-right kind of game. You've heard that before, haven't you? A get-right kind of a kind of game. A get-well kind of game. Some people send get-well cards. This is a get-well game for Arkansas. And I think hopefully you get one. The weather's going to be nice, as we were talking about at the top of the show 10 minutes ago. 70s all week in mid-October. No rain in sight. Got out to the lake and... Took a walk for a few miles yesterday. That felt awesome, just breathing in the air and taking the dog for a stroll. And Man, it is, uh, it's great to be alive, isn't it? We are lucky to be here because we are not here for very long at all. Speaking of not long at all, SEC Basketball Media Days. It's here in Gangabai in like a day and a half. 
Uh, Eric Musselman and the Razorbacks were at the podiums yesterday doing a little chatting. Of course, Must the chance to give the State of the Union on his basketball team. Hogs picked number 14 this year to start the year by the AP, and the SEC media has him at third behind Tennessee and Texas A&M, but ahead of Kentucky, for what it's worth, in the SEC uh, season predictions. So I'm excited. You got an exhibition game coming up tomorrow night against Tyler Community College of Texas. I mean, whatever, if you want something to do tomorrow night. I know the U of A is trying to sell you a combo package here. Go and watch some hoops and some football for like $10. We're hawking right now. These are these are hawkish prices. We're just trying to, you know, move product. I get it. But then next weekend, Arkansas-Purdue. I know I'm the guy who doesn't take basketball seriously until we get beyond exhibition games. I don't do exhibition games, usually. Unless I'm like a coaching one or something. But this game next weekend against Purdue is tickling my fancy right now. And maybe because the football team is struggling so much. But I'm excited for it. It's next Saturday afternoon. Arkansas and Purdue. We might do a... A people's post-game show on the house next Saturday. I mean, obviously, we got one this Saturday after the Mississippi State game. I'm saying, even though we don't usually start basketball until after Christmas on the Saturday post-games for basketball, we got to take a few-week break between seasons. I think I think we might do one next weekend after Arkansas-Purdue. Just to get a feel for it, you know, just to shake the cobwebs out. All right, we are getting into it. When we come back from break, Eric Musselman sound. Arkansas picked third in the SEC at SEC Media Days yesterday. Question of the day, what place do you think they finish in the SEC this year? What place do you think they finish? We'll give you four options because you know I love to do that on the Twitter machine. How about first place? That's one option. Second or third? That's an option. Fourth or fifth? That's an option. Or lower? Last year, for the record, they finished. Tenth. Mm-hmm. Hard to remember that now, but it definitely happened. All right, we're rocking and rolling. Josh Bertuccini in the Bunker Studio, doing it live for you, the people. Six days a week. I mean, Monday through Friday for ninety minutes. We do it Saturday, ninety minutes after each and every Razorback football and basketball game, and um, you're making it a ton of fun as we get this thing uh, rocking and rolling, closing out our second. Month with y'all. This weekend marks two months that we've uh, gotten this thing up and going. So early days yet, but really appreciate your being here. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe at the Real NWAJB. Quick timeout. Some Eric Musselman sound and headlines coming up next. Stick around. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey. Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high-quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs. And don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! 
If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles, affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505 or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWAJB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday, for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWAJB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. Intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out. Intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Ooh, pig suey. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at The Real NWA JB. Good conversation so far on a number of different fronts really appreciate your putting us on board talking arkansas razorback football and basketball at length each and every day for you giving you that fresh content for you the people the best things in life are still free we put in the work and we got that you know kind of fit here with y'all where we get on that bluetooth and you throw us on in the car or maybe in the house and you're you're with the digital age. You understand how to make things happen. Look, if you can make this happen with a couple of clicks, you're obviously smart. You're clearly good looking, and you have a lot of friends because you know you do things the right way. There's no question about it. Please support local. The businesses that support this show are the ones who are launching us into the future, my friends. I can tell you that much. All right, uh, at the real NWAJB. Let's get through some headlines. Basketball. Hogs picked third at SEC Media Days. Eric Musselman talking and we have some sound to share with you we'll get to that in a moment how about baseball houston climbs back into the alcs goes to texas for some reason the strohs are better on the road they went eight to five the early yard work gets it done and uh alvarez a couple of huge base knocks when they needed it uh, the catcher Maldonado coming through in the clutch and max scherzer had nothing for texas look if you're not healthy and you can't pitch and be yourself then don't be out there you're hurting your team but 2-1. Today we get two games. We get a big Phil's Diamondbacks game three in the NLCS coming up at 4 o'clock. Arizona has to get a win. Climb back into that series, though. It looks like it's going to be a four or five gamer for the Phil's. And then tonight at 7, the Astros will try to tie Texas up at 2-2. Two and two. So we're keeping an eye on those storylines as we work it through. But baseball getting deep into it as we get later into the season. NFL, you get yourself a Thursday night game coming up this evening on Amazon Prime. And it's not a terrible game, but throw on the Amazon Prime app 
Jaguars at Saints. Jacksonville four and two on the year. Saints three and three. New Orleans favored slightly by a point at home. Seven fifteen tonight for Jacksonville and New Orleans. And then what else this weekend? Chiefs home for the Chargers at three thirty on CBS. Cowboys into a bye week. College football coming up tonight as we make our way into, my goodness, I mean, this is week eight, and um, away we go with it, right down the stretch we go. Tonight, Rice at Tulsa on ESPN2. Is that two for you? Tulsa favored by three, six o'clock. Better game might be James Madison at Marshall. James Madison is six and oh out of the Sun Belt, and Marshall, the Thundering Herd, are four and two. JMU favored by three and a half. So ESPN and ESPN2 with some college football tonight. Of course, Penn State at Ohio State is the game of the weekend. Number seven versus number three. 11 o'clock on Fox for that. Tennessee visits Alabama at 2.30, 17 against 11. And Duke at Florida is a 16 versus a four. Utah, USC, a 14 versus an 18. Arkansas favored against Mississippi State by a touchdown. Game is at 11 a.m. in two days. I'll be there. I'm taking the fam. You want to go? Follow us on Podbean Live. We're going to do a little giveaway work here shortly. All right. Eric Musselman Sound, thanks for being patient. A lot to get to this morning. At the real NWHAB, Andrew Ellis from 24-7 Sports, live in 10 minutes. And we'll catch up with the MOD, Jermaine Petty, rock star that he is in half an hour. That said, Eric Musselman, yesterday at the podium, got a few good minutes of that sound to share with you. Let's listen in on the head coach getting ready for the season. Uh, ben Roberts, Lexington Herald leader. Um, you, you've obviously had a lot of experience with the transfers. You had a lot of really good high school freshman recruits last season. Is one way better? I don't think so because, you know, I think, Ben, that every team is different. You know what I mean? The nucleus of the of the team, you know, last year, six freshmen is you know, that's a little much for me for sure. But to have three players be one and dones and three draft picks, that does a great deal. Positive uh, stuff in the in the recruiting world for sure. You always want your players to reach their dreams uh, as quick as possible, and and to, to have three guys basically be with us for eight months is is really cool to to see. But certainly from a continuity standpoint, I don't know if there's much continuity in college basketball, let alone college football, with a player either transferring or being a one and done. So I don't think there's a a right way or a wrong way. I thought our freshmen last year developed and. You know, we go from tenth in the in the SEC to growing with each game, and 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 then it's a team that upsets Kansas and plays in a Sweet 16, and and it was because that group got better. Um, and I think that there is uh, a lot of upside for freshmen to grow over the course of a 30 game college season, and and it's cool for a coaching staff to be a part of of a, of a player's growth and guys that still haven't reached their their max or their upside. Eric, Bob Holtz, Arkansas, down with Craig. Is that you? really? You're supposed to identify yourself. Thanks, Bob. But it's it's your fifth year in the league, and it's it's you know it's been good for a long time. Um, well, what's your take on the league going into your fifth year, just as a as a as a whole? And then you're getting ready to add Oklahoma and Texas too. Everybody knows about the SEC football wise, baseball and and uh, basketball. In my eyes, is 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 underrated, even though people talk about it being one of the top two conferences from a basketball perspective. If you look at the coaches in the league, if you look at the talent level, if you look at the number of draft picks, 
I mean, I, I truly believe this is the premier basketball conference right now. Looking at the league compared to, you know, the small portion size that I have of four years, I think the leagues is, is, is good, probably better than any year since I've been in it. The coaching continues to get better and better each year. Certainly when you look 12 months from now at adding Oklahoma and, and Texas, the league is going to, you know, be even stronger. So really competitive league. It's hard. It's a challenge every night. Uh, talk about how much better Javon Brazil can be. And I know he would have been a huge factor for you if he had been healthy all year, a year ago. First of all, he's done an incredible job uh, with his rehab, as has our team doctors and our trainer. He's been a little bit ahead of schedule with everything, but we've been really, really patient with him and we'll continue to be patient with Trevin even on Friday when we have our first exhibition game. He'll be ready for the first game as long as everything continues to progress as it has. Um, but he, in my opinion, when he got hurt, I thought he was one of the best players in the league, which if you're one of the best players in the SEC, you're probably one of the best players in the country. Real tribute to our team because we had spent the majority of the summer uh, building around him and, and his versatility and uh, to have him go down when he did and then be able to kind of recalibrate who we were from an identity standpoint. I thought it was a real tribute to the to the other guys because we had people step up and and uh, when he went down, we didn't you know, we didn't make excuses internally, but he's headed to have a great year for sure and uh, has an incredibly bright future beyond college as well. Jalen Graham's practice habits have, have improved quite a bit over last year. I'm just curious, uh, due to that, what parts of his game have been unlocked and, and maybe areas he's improved where he can make a bigger impact this year? Yeah, I think, you know, anyone that watched us play last year, Curtis understands that Jalen is a really, really talented offensive player. If you watched him at Arizona State, Coach Hurley went to him and used him as a go-to player, his second team all Pac-12. You know, we want him to continue to, to evolve as a as a uh, rebounder in traffic uh, and to rebound outside of his area. Those are two areas that we look for growth from him and, and, to, and to be a little more aggressive in getting loose balls. I think the scoring, um, he's as hard to cover one-on-one -on -one as, as anybody in our league, both in the post, in mid-range, and facing up off the bounce. He's, he's got a great spin game uh, when he puts it on the deck. Um, so it's those areas that I talked about will really deter determine where his role evolves moving forward. Hey, Eric, Kevin Skarbinski with the SEC blog. Obviously, every team's different. Every tournament is different. But is there a thread that runs through the NCAA tournament success that you guys have had year after year the last three years? I, I don't know, Kevin. I, I mean, I, I think that, number one, you've got to get better as the season progresses. Your team's got to have, be confident in which we have lost in the SEC tournament. How quickly can you rebound mentally? How can you build your confidence up internally, even though you might get eliminated? You know, we haven't played in an SEC championship conference, so we've obviously been eliminated, but but figured out a way to have success. And then I think there's an element of relaxation. There's an element of fun that has to happen. I mean, when we go to Buffalo, we go to Niagara Falls and get out of our hotel and and our players talk to other players and know that a lot of teams are stuck in their hotel room and go eat, go to the gym, and then got to go play a game. And so whether we're in San Francisco and we're going to the Giants Stadium to walk around their field and talk about the history of, of Major League, I mean, we're just, we try to do some things that to alleviate some of the pressure. And then we talk about the pressure that it's going to be and 
how many eyes are on you, the, the amount of TV that's the exposure. But we do that now. I mean, we're talking about it um, as early as we possibly can so that when you get to March, you're not having those conversations. A, uh, a, a good chunk for all y'all for America Muscleman at SEC Media Days. And I thought a lot of stuff to respond to there. So good that basketball season coming back, isn't it? Appreciate every last one of you being here, doing it live. Hey, you get to see behind the scenes, right? Everybody's throwing a podcast at you. We do a live talk show every day for you, the people, and a podcast on top of it, and a post-game show. And I'll tell you what, we got a good nine or ten tricks up our sleeve to throw your way soon, too. Maybe not more than ten, but we got some things coming your way here I think you're going to love. All right, quick break. We'll come back. Andrew Ellis tossing in the pen from 24-7 Sports as we get a feel for not only SEC Media Days, but Arkansas and Mississippi State this weekend. Jermaine Petty in 20. I'm with you till I don't know, till we're done. I'll say that much. It's the real NWAJB. We're coming back. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you got to go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekends starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around. Right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com, online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave. Proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business card show signs and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, hmm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewski's on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewski's has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewski's Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post-game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com.
a morning. What a day. What a show. What a life. We are making it happen here. You get one shot at this thing. Go do what you want to do. Make it a career. Get after it. It's uh, it's the only way to live this thing. You got to work hard, but you got to find a passion and get after it. And whether that's, you know, working with your hands. And I got a buddy who has built a construction company from scratch. The guy, uh, you know, literally from the ground up, right, was able to build that thing. But he loved it. He loved building things. Find what you love to do and do it. Whatever it is. And uh, clearly, a love for sports going on here on the real NWAJB. 90 minutes live on the daily. Sounding like a million bucks today. So I don't know what the engineers have been doing here as far as the uh, the internet upgrades. But we are popping this morning. So more of that, please. Jermaine Petty, the Minister of Defense. Talk about finding something you love and doing it. This guy's a footballer through and through. He can't get enough. He's still coaching. Uh, it's in his blood. Jermaine Petty here on the show. Razorback All-American 2001. How many tackles was it that year, JP? I can't remember. Oh, man. I'm finished with 150 tackles. Oh, my goodness. Do you still feel those tackles some days? Well, yeah, I do sometimes. You know, I wake up on Sundays a little, a little sore. I feel like I've been playing. But I think, just, I think that's just old age setting in, JB. Do you still make hits in your dreams? I do sometimes. Sometimes, man. Uh, uh, I'll be sleeping. My wife, she'll wake me up. She says, honey, what was you dreaming about? Said, well, just making a play. You know, I had flashbacks to being in the game, in the, in the Hogs fans calling, calling the Hogs, man. And I thought that I made a play. And she was probably, she was probably laughing, man. This is time, boy. No days over with. I bet you wish you could do it, Phil. They could use you right now, buddy. Five straight losses. Uh, man, do they need to win on Saturday. There's still five games left here, and they've been in every game. I'll tell you what, Jermaine. You know I'm a I'm a skeptical guy by nature, but I was getting fired up in the fourth quarter. They were right there throwing haymakers at King Saban himself, and as usual, they just couldn't finish it. I think the lack of finishing is really frustrating people right now. Yeah, it is, man. You know, uh, I'm, I was just like you in the fourth quarter, you know, just to see that we was in the game. You know, uh, uh, let me tell you, rewind it, but just after the first half playing at halftime, it's like, man, I think we're in trouble. But that second half, they come out ready to play. And, and, and like you said, that yeah, fourth quarter came around, we we was right there in the game with one of the top teams in the conference. You know, and, and, and just to be, be, you know, within a few points, you know, until the point got away, you know, in that fourth quarter, you know, we just had a few, a few breakdowns and, you know, that talks us the game. It hurts when it goes down like that, but you know what? Uh, the defense that you've talked up a lot, it had a couple of issues in coverage, but they corrected that stuff at halftime, and, I mean, they dug in there, and they kept him in the game, and you talked last week as well about letting KJ be KJ, and I thought they did that a little bit. They must be listening to you. Oh, man, they did. You know, and that that, that third down play with KJ shoved the guy off of him, man, that was a big, that was a big play, you know, big, big part of that drive with you know, I, I think that's the KJ that we're so used to seeing. And I, and I think, you know, like you said, uh, you know, they let him play. They let KJ go out there and be KJ. I mean, it didn't look the same first half, but that second half, man, like you said, everybody turned it on. I really want to say it started with flexion. But that 71-yard punt changed to the field position. I think that would got everybody hyped up and ready to get after it. I think you're right. And, uh, man, that might have been my favorite play of KJ's career against Alabama. Guy around his hips, get off of me. 
and find a way to make a completion. You're going to need more of that moving forward. Rocket Sanders, unlikely to be in the mix, really, unfortunately, the rest of the way. Uh, Mississippi State's got their own issues. This one's ripe for a win. You talk about that a lot, uh, just needing a win. Man, do they just need a win right now, Jermaine. Right, man. We we need a win, and it's a, a perfect opportunity against Mississippi State. You know, they, they're not the team that we thought they would be in the way. Um, so, you know, they're going to give us opportunities to go out there, you know, and, and to make some good plays, you know, make some winnable plays. And, and so I'm just really excited to see those guys playing against the team, you know, like Mississippi State. You know, like I said, they're not at full strength like they used to be, but but just to go out there and play an SEC game and to get a, a chance to get an SEC win is what we need right now, especially on a five-game losing streak. Uh, we, we need a dub real bad. Give me Arkansas 34-17. I think they hammer them. What do you think? Man, I, I think the Hall is going to hammer them, but I, I think it's going to be a closer game than what we're thinking. Okay. Um, you know, it, it, it's the SEC. I, I, I really think it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a 28-21 game. I would, you know, I think they'll win by seven, but uh, but but only only time will tell. Um, if, if everybody go out there and execute and do their job, you know, if, like I said, if we have any mental breakdown, you know, you know, we can find ourselves on a losing end of the of, of this deal here. But but it's a great opportunity for us to go out and go get a win. Um, just hoping to see that the guys continue to build on what they did down in Alabama. Um, you know, really turning on the first half, you know, and really just play a complete game. Who's the best team in college football that you've seen this year? Because Georgia just lost their boy Brock Bowers, that tight end, for the next six weeks. So they're ripe for the – is it still Georgia? Or is it Michigan? No. Or is Ohio State Penn State this weekend for the best Man, team? I, yeah. I, the best team in the country in the, in the country right now, and this is just my opinion, you know, and I'm going I'm to go, go left with it, OJB. I, I think Washington by far is one of the best teams. You know, Michigan. All right. Yeah, Michigan. They're making some noise, but you know, they really haven't played anybody being put no, to the test. No. You know, so so I'm interested to see that in Ohio State. You know, that you know they get their first challenge this weekend here. So uh, maybe next week I might change my opinion, but as of right now, I think Washington is uh, is my favorite team right now. I like that pick. That was a great game against Oregon. So much fun back and forth. They got hard. They, you know, they, they got behind early and then they blew a lead late and just kept finding ways to win that game. Good to see the Northwest still fired up for college football. How about your boys at Greenland? Give me an update here as we start to wrap it up, coach. How you doing? Oh uh, man, we, 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 we still on that struggling end, like kind of about like the Hogs, you know, on the, on the losing streak. So we're, we're trying to get our first win this week, you know, our second win of the, of the season this week. We play against Cedarville, you know, a real good opportunity to play against the team. You know, they're struggling just as well as we are. So it's going to come down to, uh, who do their job, you know, who, who do the fundamentals, who don't, don't get themselves beat. So, you know, we're looking forward. Uh, uh, for our guys to go out there and play a good game. You know, we've been working all week and making corrections. Um, this, uh, um, this little bit of the fundamental part, you know, that talked us last week. So, you know, we worked on that all this week, and uh, we're going to give it a shot this Friday against Cedarville. How are you feeling about your Ravens this year? Oh, man, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good right now. You know, uh, uh, they ain't playing the way that I think they should be playing, but, but – uh, but, uh, you know, towards the end of the year, you know, it's, uh, it's a preseason game in the NFL. You got the first half of the season, you got midseason, and you got the playoffs. So I'm just hoping that we can get into the playoffs, and if we do, I think we can make a little noise. Jermaine Petty, he is a man, a myth, and a legend himself. Rockstar, longtime great friend 
of our morning shows. And so good to have him on board the new operation. JP, love you, buddy. Have a great week. I'm going to talk to you soon. Oh, yeah. Love you too, JB. Let's go, Hogs. There you go, buddy. Ripping it up. Let him get out of here. And uh, yeah, keeping the faith. Not letting go of the rope just yet because why the heck would you? You still got a chance here. Your season is not over yet. So many thoughts shared on Facebook and Twitter. And really appreciative of y'all finding some time for us here in your mornings or your afternoons or your evenings. Very different schedules that we all operate on, right? But if you're finding us and you want to get behind the scenes of the show and watch us put it together live like a radio show, then you get that peek behind the curtain at Podbean Live, also streaming live on our website, therealnwajb.com, where the show posts up after each live broadcast every time as well. And then there's YouTube, our YouTube live channel continuing to grow. Get back in the swing of some of those video drops. Today might be a good day for one of those. And um, follow our YouTube channel. You get the People's Postgame Show video stream, whether we are out in the road or coming at you from the Team B Media Bunker or whatever. But uh, just scratching the surface in a lot of different ways. All right. Um, let's get into it with our question of the day. Arkansas picked third. By the SEC media this year, we asked you bright and early this morning, a couple hours ago, what place do you think Arkansas will finish in the SEC this year? The must bus picked second or third by 56% of y'all on Twitter. 24% of y'all say first. 13% say fourth or fifth. And then lower, which is what, sixth and, and beyond getting only 7% of the vote. That's not particularly good. Obviously, that is not particularly good. But it's what you got, and it's what you're working with. And my goodness, it is uh, it is something right now that a lot of people, I mean, they're, they're buying must-bus stock, and they're into it around here, and then in other places, you know, he rubs people the wrong way because he's so confident. I get it. Kevin writes in first on the Facebook page, facebook.com. Slash the real NWA JB. First place, maybe the best Arkansas team so far. Maybe. I mean, we'll find out. Lady Katie, I certainly hope first place. She's all fired up. Scotty, what about a real poll? How many times will Musk take off his shirt this season? He does like to take his shirt off a lot, doesn't he? He definitely does like to take his shirt off a lot. Uh, Tyler, drinking the Kool-Aid and saying first and a final four this year. Watch us get both. Maybe. Jack says, going for the gusto. First place in the league. Todd, first place. I really like the team this year. Chucky says second or third. Clay Dog, second or third. Have to see them play. And will they play together as a team? Because last year we didn't have that. And Chris and Gravit, where's Chris been at here lately? Second or third. I think that was one of the most frustrating things about last year's team, unfortunately. Nick Smith Jr. proved to be more of a headache then he was a positive. And I don't know if it was him or his family or the agents or the nature of the game, the NIL world. It's all part of it. Nothing is black and white in this life. It's all a complicated mixture. That's 100% for sure. But I just feel like it, was, it wasn't fun. By the end of the year last year, it wasn't fun. We are just ready for it to be over. You know? And, and even though they made the run the NCAA tournament, Nick was never really a part of that, and it just it didn't click. 
when he came back because he hadn't been a part of the ride really the whole way through. So this year, I think without Nick Smith, it's almost like a breath of fresh air. Which is not to say you don't want diaper dandies, you know, stud freshmen to come here. You need big-time recruits. You need blue-chip recruits. And Anthony Black was spectacular. All that guy did was bring it. But uh, fresh start, different faces, more transfer-driven, more veteran, certainly with Debo back. And then Brazil's exciting as all get out. Fun to talk some basketball today. Really appreciate Andrew Ellis stopping by from 24-7 Sports. Jermaine Petty, of course, the MOD. Making it happen with us each and every Thursday during football season, as he has the last dozen years with your boy JB in the mornings. And uh, Eric Musselman sound from SEC Media Days as well. Good calls, thoughts, and all the rest of it. And on that note, we're going to call it good today. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe. Clicks, baby, clicks at the real NWAJB. I do appreciate every last one of y'all. We're not here without you. And on that note, we'll call it good. Lots going on, and tomorrow's a football Friday starting at 7 o'clock. For the whole Team B Media crew, I'm Josh Bertuccini. Have a great day, y'all.